This is Plant-Based Briefing, Deforestation and Reforestation, by Paul Appleby at VeganSustainability.com, and I'm Marian Erickson, host of this curated content plant-based podcast, where I narrate a variety of articles on the myriad of reasons to live vegan with permission, and while not abusing and killing others is one of the most obvious reasons to live vegan, there are so many others, environmental concerns being one of them, and that's what vegan sustainability focuses on. I'm grateful to have permission to read their content and share it with you here. So now let's get to today's plant-based briefing. Deforestation and Reforestation by Paul Appleby at VeganSustainability.com You may recall a pledge made by world leaders at the COP26 Climate Summit in Glasgow in November 2021 to halt and reverse global deforestation by 2030. Among the 143 signatories were the heads of government of Australia, Brazil, Canada, Chile, France, Russia, Spain, the UK, and the US. Sadly, in most cases, their fine words have yet to be met by their actions. According to a report compiled by the World Resources Institute, tropical countries lost 11.1 million hectares of tree cover in 2021, including 3.75 million hectares of primary forest, critical to limiting global heating and biodiversity loss, whilst the boreal forests covering much of North America, Scandinavia, and Russia suffered record losses, driven by the worst wildfire season in Siberia since records began. The loss of primary rainforest, releasing the equivalent of India's annual fossil fuel emissions, was especially marked in Brazil, where deforestation in the Amazon rainforest reached its highest level in 15 years in 2020-2021. Already in 2022, record monthly levels of deforestation in the Amazon rainforest have been recorded for three of the first four months of the year. Much of the forest loss has been attributed to clearance for cattle ranching. There are two ways to halt and reverse global deforestation, cut down fewer trees in the first place, or grow a lot more of them. A study published in the journal Nature found that replacing 20% of the world's beef consumption with microbial protein, such as corn, Q-U-O-R-N, products, could halve the destruction of the Earth's forest over the next three decades. Better still, 50% replacement could lead to an 82% cut in deforestation by 2050. Previous studies have shown that the protein quality of microbial quote-unquote meat is equivalent to that of beef, whilst requiring 90% less land and water and producing 80% fewer greenhouse gas emissions. Although microbial protein products may not be to everyone's liking, study leader Dr. Florian Humpenoder from Potsdam Institute for Climate Impact Research acknowledged that they can make it easier for people to switch away from meat. The study did not analyze the effect of plant-based alternatives to meat, but these would also be expected to significantly cut environmental impacts, as a recent review paper by Dr. Chris Bryant of the University of Bath has shown. What about simply growing more trees? Can we plant our way out of the climate crisis? An article in The Conservation by the Oxford-based ecologist Richard K. Broughton warned that large-scale tree planting is costly. Saplings have to be grown, transported, planted, and protected with fencing and plastic tubes, producing a lot of carbon emissions and potential plastic pollution as the tubes break down into the soil. As an alternative, the author recommends natural regeneration, creating woodlands by allowing trees and shrubs to plant themselves under natural processes, citing the example of the Monk's Wood Wilderness Experiment in Cambridgeshire. 
A four-hectare arable field next to the Monkswood National Nature Reserve was plowed and abandoned in 1961, allowing the land to naturally regenerate, becoming what is now a structurally complex woodland with multiple layers of tree and shrub vegetation. Although the experiment benefited from the field lying close to an ancient woodland, the author believes that there are many woods in the UK that could be expanded by allowing adjacent fields to return to nature, eventually adding up to a significant increase in total woodland cover. The UK is one of the least forested countries in Europe, with just 13% forest cover compared with an average of 38% across the European Union. Thus, nature can repair much of the damage that humans have done to the environment, but only if we give her the time and space to do so. And that time is rapidly running out. UK Met Office researchers predict a 48% chance that the average global temperatures will rise to 1.5 degrees Celsius above pre-industrial levels in one of the next five years, reaching the ceiling set by the Paris Climate Agreement. Although the rise may prove temporary, the upward trend in global temperatures is clear. You just listened to Deforestation and Reforestation by Paul Appleby at vegansustainability.com. And I'm your host, Marian Erickson, and I first apologize if I pronounced Florian's name incorrectly. Sometimes I'm able to find pronunciations on YouTube and just by Googling, but I wasn't able to in this case, so I do apologize if that was wrong. And I've done a number of other episodes about the environment, and if you're interested in some of those specifically about deforestation, check out episodes 17, 227, 259, and 260, and I'll put links to those in the show notes as well. And please, if you have a minute, leave me a five-star review or a rating, or if you're listening on YouTube, give a quick thumbs up. I'd really appreciate it. And please share this episode with anyone who might benefit, and thanks for listening.